This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. With stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. He hit three home runs twice in one week. Yep, including one time against this team. Acuna squares one up and sends one to deep right center field. Back and well gone. Another leadoff home run for Ronald Acuna Jr. And an explosive Atlanta start here in game one. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. I oh, love to hear that crack of the bat. We're getting closer and closer, three and a half weeks away from opening day. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat on Twitter at BetQL Daily. And uh, let's continue the baseball conversation with Jason Weingarten. He's a pro sports better. He's terrific with MLB Futures at Spreadopedia on Twitter. Uh, Jason, we, we had the announcement today that we're going to be allowed to go to Cubs and Sox games. We're seeing stuff like that going on throughout the country. Uh, really gets you excited for the start of the season. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. I heard in LA they're going to probably allow fans on opening day. I'm looking looking forward to getting to a game as as soon as I can uh, get a ticket. So, Jason, I'm excited, looking for some win totals, some futures, uh, you know, playing those, obviously. But have you found any edges betting on spring training baseball? Because uh, I'm interested, but I don't see myself uh, making any profit. Anything, any edges that you found while betting spring training? Yes, yes and no. Traditionally, uh, <laughs> betting spring training tends to be particularly, particularly lucrative. Um, it, it wasn't so much last year because it got canceled. And this year, it's it's been a little weird because the first week, week and a half of games, teams are rolling innings. They're playing seven innings. Um, there's no totals. I, I tend to bet a lot of totals, so um, not not having totals available is is disappointing, but understandable. Um, so th- this year, it's it's just been basically betting favorites early. And uh, seeing the lines move, uh, and there, there's value. There'll be value going forward, and I, I do hope that totals start going up when they play nine innings. Um, yeah, and it, it basically getting the lineups, seeing the lineups, seeing the pitchers, uh, you can find pretty good edges in spring training. Does it feel like we're kind of uh, dealing with Big Ten as far as college football as they make the rules up as they go along? Some days they're like, "Okay, we're done playing today. We're, we're not going to finish the game." Not not so much making them up as they go along because the the typically the beat writers and everyone knows beforehand how many innings they're planning on playing, but it, right. it is challenging. And you know, I, I saw it in the first game of the season when you know it's the top of the first inning and you have two guys on base and it's one nothing and they roll the inning. It's 
it's tough to bet on on something knowing you know you could be up three nothing and you're only up one nothing um it, it tends to you know it, i i think you have to be careful not betting too much on exhibition games because you can just get burned by someone that doesn't care you know team team doesn't care that day even on the futures, the futures are uh, like a regular season betting on anything like that. I just feel like there's going to be different challenges. I mean, with cancellations, is every team going to play 162 games? What kind of challenges are you facing right now when you look at the futures market and the win totals? Uh, win totals particularly is something I'm less interested this year, or less interested in this year than usual. Um, part of the reason is that uh, I, I do think if there's a week or two week interruption for whatever reason, it would uh, it, it would impact the win totals. And some some have language you have to play X amount of games. Um, I'm just not that interested in locking money up for for the entire season and even money when I know there's there's other markets out there where I can get much better returns on on stuff. Uh, so I'm just not super into to win totals this year. I didn't I didn't think there were a ton with with a lot of value unless you're really aggressive at, at, at betting the unders on bad teams like, like the Orioles and pirates early. Yeah. I, I agree with your, your overall thought process on MLB futures for win totals too. And I'm like that with every sport as well, especially baseball, your money's tied up for so long. Uh, but for those that do bet it, you mentioned the unders on bad teams uh, with some books saying, okay, 155 games out of 162 and your bet is still good. It's still live action here. Uh, wouldn't you just lean to only playing unders and forget the overs? I mean, it, it really just depends on, on what, what the numbers are and what, what, what you'd like. Um, if I saw something really, really good that, that, you know, deserved a bet to the over, I'd still bet it. Um, it it's not so much question of, of, not wanting to lock up the money long term, I'm fine locking the money up. It's just uh, locking the money up at, at you know minus one ten on something. I think doesn't have you know a, a huge a huge edge on. Just just doesn't appeal to me when I when I see home run markets and MVP and and Cy Young and other stuff that I can just get get a larger return on. Jason, is there anything that you do like? I know you're going to stay away from the win totals, and I think that that's the way to go. But as far as division odds, uh, World Series futures, anything that you do like or see value in any uh, any certain teams right now? Uh, teams, it's it's really it's really hard to 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 say. You know, well, well, this number is good. You should bet on this team because because I really I really feel like like at least in the NL, you're you're playing field versus Dodgers, so. If yep. if you really are confident in a particular team, then I, I'd shop broads on them. I'm I'm not really looking to to fade the Dodgers in any any sort of season long bet category. Um, it's totally possible they have a bad season. I'm I'm just not not betting on it. Um, in the AL, I think I think there's a little more competition. There's there's a, a couple teams that that are decent, but but same thing that the Yankees are the you know the head and shoulders above the rest of, of the AL and it, just with the the way the markets are this year I'm I'm just not super super interested in in betting against the favorites Dodgers or the Yankees sure uh, our guest Jason Weingarten at Spreadopedia on Twitter he's a pro sports better this is BetQL Daily Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat with you uh favorite award uh either league wherever you want to go 
Uh, what really has your attention and what have you already bet? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. I've got I've got two or three I think I think are really good this year um, across across different awards. The first is uh, something I bet last year. It was Corey Seager to win the NL MVP. He's he's fifteen to one at DraftKings. He's twenty to one at FanDuel. I, I don't know if there's anything higher than twenty to one, but I really do love that bet at twenty to one. Um, I see similarly priced teammates like Cody Bellinger. Uh, he's eight to one. Um, Seager took Bellinger's spot batting second in the lineup behind uh, Mookie Betts, who's also the favorite at seven and a half to one. But uh, Seager's batting second in the lineup. It's contract year for him. Bellinger's coming off shoulder surgery. He hasn't even appeared in a game yet. And he's on track, supposedly. But um, I think Seager's the value at 15, at 20 to one. Uh, Juan Soto's the other guy. He's He's probably the second best player in baseball behind Mike Trout. He's seven and a half to one. Uh, I like him. I think the only, the only knock is that he might not be on a playoff team where some of these other guys, Ronald Acuna, Mookie Betts, et cetera, are on playoff teams. I don't think there's any value on Fernando Tatis. I think the value was on him last year. He didn't win. Now it's gone. Um, the other bet I really like that just jumped over to the AL is Shohei Otani for MVP at 33 to one. I bet that last year uh, it, it lost on the first day and the first inning. He gave up like six runs and didn't get an out. And that was that. But uh, a healthy Shohei Otani is the only player in baseball who's a starting pitcher that throws 99 and hits home runs. Uh, he's the closest modern player to, you know, Babe Ruth or any, any sort of throwback you want to talk about hitters and pitchers. There's, there's no one else like him. He's, he's incredibly unique. Um, his downside, obviously, is Mike Trout's his teammate, and it's very hard to win an MVP when you know your teammate is the best player in baseball. But uh, just based on his uniqueness, the the hitting pitcher pitching combo, I think thirty three to one is is a huge price, especially considering some of the guys in front of him. Uh, there's three, four, five White Sox in front of him. I I don't <laughs> think there's the I think a White Sox player could win the MVP, but. Uh, you know, I, I think Shohei Otani has better odds than a lot of the players in front of him if he if he stays healthy and pitches all season. 
Um, so those are, those are my two, two favorite uh, AL and NL MVP bets. And then if, uh, if you have Jacob DeGrom over four to one, I see he's still 425 at DraftKings plus, plus 425. I, I think DeGrom's the best bet, even though he's the favorite for NL Cy Young. Uh, I just think that's that's an easy one. I, uh, numbers wise, I, I I would rather just play the favorite here. Like when we're looking at Cy Young, Jason, and I'm looking in the NL, is it even worth it to take a shot with a guy like Brandon Woodruff for Cy Young at like a 25 to one, or should I just go with the favorites like Degrom? Or if I'm looking in the AL, should I be looking at Garrett Cole? Or do you see value like with the Cy Young? Or do you think you know there's four guys that could realistically win it? Why are you going to take a shot with somebody at 25 to one? They're not probably going to win the Cy Young. Last year, I thought there was a lot of value in taking taking you know hundred to ones and fifty to ones on a lot of guys who I, I thought had a high upside. Um, but to your to your point, no, I, I don't think Brandon Woodruff at twenty two to one is a, a very compelling bet. I, I don't think you know if, if you wanted to make a case for Clayton Kershaw at twenty or twenty five to one, I wouldn't tell you you're crazy. If you thought uh, Jack Flaherty at, at 15 to one is, is a decent bet. I, I don't think that's crazy, uh, but no, it's the guys up top. It's DeGrom, it's Bauer. Uh, you know, after that, you're, you're just kind of making cases for the guys, but, but it's, it's DeGrom's award to lose Bauer's Bauer's right there too. I just, I don't like Bauer at seven to one or at eight to one uh, when he was 30, 40 to one last season. Um, I did bet that too. So I'm, I'm just not looking to, get back in on on him here i think uh bauer most strikeouts is probably a better bet than bauer cy young there you go Th- thank you jason i've been trying to tell him to, to stop into brewers homer but he won't stop it uh what, aside from the awards what about stat categories do you ever get involved in that hits rbis uh anything there yeah a little bit um and you mentioned the brewers i actually do like the brewers to to win the division if there's still uh Still some big prices out there. I got to look uh, three to one at DraftKings. That's a really good price for the Brewers to win the division. That's that should be like way closer to two to one. Um, but the, the the season leader stuff, I've I've done them before, and I actually went and looked back on my records on on like hits and runs and RBIs and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. I've lost almost all of those bets. So I, I'm I really focus on on the home run market, especially because. It's usually offered most of the season. Uh, I bet Jordan Alvarez. He's he's one of my favorite players. If if you could find a thirty to one on him, it's good. If you can find forty to one, I know Will Hill had had forty to one for a while. Um, that's even better. Twenty to one, not not as great, but I, I still I still like him. Uh, I think he's he's going to be in the top couple home run hitters, and that's that that's the the one guy I'm I'm mainly focused on in the the home run market. Jason, I want to defend myself. I'm actually not a Brewers homer. I just live in Milwaukee. But I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the guys that struggled last year. You know, in Chicago, Javi Baez struggled a little bit, Chris Bryant. And then for the Brewers, Christian Yelich, uh, you know, the numbers were terrible last year. But still, if you look at it, like his hard hit rate was eighth highest in baseball. His walk rate is still elite. Do you expect a lot of these guys that struggled last season for whatever reason, maybe no fans in attendance, not being able to look at their at-bats uh, or going to the clubhouse after an at-bat? Do you think a lot of these guys have bounced back years and last year was just a weird year? Yeah, I think I, I think you have to really take the, the 2020 numbers with a grain of salt just because the way the players were playing under so many constraints. It, it, was, it was a difficult season and 
you know, the, a lot of the stuff like the hard hits is good. Uh, you, know, you can use a lot of that data still, but I, I don't really look, I'm not really looking at last season's numbers too much to, to sort of skew. Oh, this guy was, did this, or this guy did that. You know, you miss a week of the season, you were, you know, your numbers could, could skew, you know, significantly last year. Um, yeah, you'll, I think you'll see a lot of bounce backs. I, I don't necessarily know that, that Javi Baez particularly is, is going to bounce back. He should, I think, I think you'll see a better season out of Chris Bryant, but I, I also think you're going to see Chris Bryant on a new team by mid season. Um, and Yelich, Yelich, I do expect to have a good season. He's, he's an MVP contender. Um, he's, he's right there in that, that sort of that second group with Arenado and Freeman and uh, Francisco Lindor. Yeah, Cubs dying to get rid of Chris Bryant or, and some of the other guys. Probably keeping Baez there, though. Uh, Jason Weingarten, at Spreadopedia on Twitter, Pro Sports Better. Jason, best of luck this season. Hopefully we can catch up again before the before opening day, all right? Thank you. Sounds good. Uh, always good to be here. Always good. Uh, it's good stuff with Jason Weingarten. Don't, don't bet Woodruff. Oh, wait, too late.